Welcome to the Multifamily Five, where industry experts provide raw information about how they are achieving success in the current market conditions. And now, your host, Dallas-based real estate broker, Mark Allen. Welcome to the Multifamily Five. Excited today to have Noah Molnar from POPIC, which stands for Property Owners Protection Insurance Company. Noah, how's it going? Mark, it's going well. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, appreciate you carving out some time. Yeah, absolutely. So Noah and I connected via email. We were both in attendance, I believe so, at the IMN conference. I uh, didn't get a chance to connect there face-to-face. Um, but anyways, just looking at, at uh, Popic and trying to understand exactly what you guys provide, I was like, oh, this is great and something that I definitely want to share with my audience. Uh, so with that, Noah, if you want to go ahead and just introduce yourself first and then maybe give a little bit of background about the company. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Mark. Uh, so as Mark said, my name is Noah Molnar. I am the managing director uh, and one of the co-founders uh, of Popic. Uh, we, kind of as a separate standalone entity, have been in business since 2015. Uh, our brother-sister corporation uh, has been around for about 25 years, all focused on running alternative risk management programs for uh, large real estate companies. Uh, and, you know, there are some nuances to what we do, but essentially we take the concept of insurance and figure out ways to turn it into a profit center for our clients, as opposed to some outside third party insurance company broker or, uh, or inter intermediary. Yeah. Which has really been the standard. So let's talk a little bit about that. Um, insurance mm -hmm. companies are collecting about how much for renters insurance. Yeah. I mean, so our, our, our business, kind of prior to getting into this resident insurance space was, was forming and managing kind of private insurance companies. Uh, and so we had a, uh, a multifamily client come to us in about 2015 and say, Hey, you know, can you look into this renter's insurance thing for me? The economics don't make a lot of sense. And uh, Mark, I'll, I'll give you the example. So this, uh, this guy owned about a 10,000 unit portfolio in Texas. Uh, the average cost of a renter's insurance policy in the U.S. is $15 a month. So if you have 10,000 units, each paying some third-party insurance company $15 a month, it's 150 grand a month, that's $1.8 million a year, leaving the portfolio, going out the door to some outside insurance company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. So what you're doing is, is turning the owner into the, to the provider, the insurance provider, or, um, yeah, let's talk a little bit about that. It seems like you have a couple mm -hmm. of different program options. So what are the program options? Uh, start with one and kind of dive into it and then we'll go to the other. Yeah, um, it, absolutely. So as I kind of mentioned, our bread and butter for the past 25 years has been forming and managing these private insurance companies. Um, they're commonly referred to as a captive insurance company. And in the most basic, you know, non-boring insurance terms, that's just taking any type of operating business 
and setting them up with their own wholly owned and licensed insurance company so that insurance company can provide you know, policies and coverage you know, to that company. Um, so we, you know, they said we did that across the board a lot, um, for a, in a lot of different industries. Uh, so that kind of expertise in forming and managing those insurance companies, we combined with the profitability of resident insurance to create this product that would allow our clients to capture that revenue stream. Um, you know, so as you mentioned, we do have these kind of two different program options, but a majority uh, of our clients utilize our captive insurance option. You want me to yeah. get a little bit more into what that looks like? Yeah. So it sounds like they turn into the insurance company. They own that, that captive insurance company. Um, is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. So, you know, what, when we bring on a new client, so what we do, there, there are a couple different phases to, to rolling this you know, program out, but it begins with us forming this insurance company on behalf of our clients. So we take it and we, you know, we form the company, we get it licensed, we work with the regulators, we um, you know, work with the actuaries to do feasibility studies. So we take it through this entire application and licensing process. And then what our client ends up with is this, you know, wholly owned insurance company. Um, and then we, you know, facilitate the rolling out of this resident insurance program uh, and make it very easy for our clients, for their on-site teams. So they basically don't have to do any work. And now it's going to be their own wholly owned insurance company underwriting this risk instead of some outside company. Um, and there, there are a few things we've been able to do in this space that, really differentiate us uh, from some of the other guys out there. Okay. And so what would be the net profit? Maybe if you break it down on a per unit mm -hmm. basis uh, annually. Yeah. So um, our, yeah. So our, uh, the, the typical cost to the resident for the base liability coverage uh, is $12 a month. Mm -hmm. uh, our clients within their own insurance company will retain $9 per month. Uh, historically, so we today work with 350,000 units across the country. So we went from one client with 10,000 units in 2015 to over 350,000 today. The historic loss, rate, loss ratio on that is 56 cents per enrolled unit. So what we're typically seeing is a client collect $9 pay out, you know, roughly 60 cents in losses and the remainder is retained as underwriting profit. So, you know, their net profit per unit uh, is typically about 850 a month. Okay. And, and to set a program up like this, is there just an upfront fee or do you take um, revenue out of the, like on a, on a monthly basis? Uh, what's the, the payment yeah. structure like? Yeah, that's a that, that's a great question. Uh, so in our in a previous life, when we would just you know form and manage these insurance companies, we would charge you know a business this large upfront fee to set it up. You know, to maybe seventy five to a hundred thousand uh, dollars. They'd have these large capital requirements that they would have to you know put up in order to get a license. We've completely shifted our business model for this program, uh, so we don't charge the clients anything out of pocket. 
we incur all of the cost of getting the program licensed, of you know paying for the feasibility study, paying for the license fee, paying for the application fee. Mm-hmm. Um, our clients will put up the initial capital to get licensed, but it's typically just twenty-five thousand uh, dollars, and that's money within their own bank account that they control, so that isn't a fee to anyone. Uh, and we align ourselves directly with our clients, so we make money as they make money. Uh, so the you know, the residents typically are paying around twelve dollars a month. Our fee is three dollars per enrolled resident, and so that's only on residents that are in the program paying. That our our clients are making money, so our interests are aligned. Okay, very good. And then on the other hand, there's the A-rated insurance program. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. So we, we just talked about the captive yeah, so, insurance program. The A-rated would be what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a um, kind of a secondary program that we utilize for either smaller companies um, that uh, may not you know, have the size to support a captive program. We usually don't like to go below 2,000 units. Um, you know, either managed or owned utilizing the captive program. So if you're a little smaller or if you, you know, maybe you're a third party management company and you just rather, you know, have the risk go to someone else. Uh, it's a very, you know, similar structure. Everything is implemented the same way. Uh, our, uh, the residents are still paying that, you know, about $12 a month. Uh, but the economics are basically flipped. Our clients are going to retain $3 per enrolled uh, resident as an administrative fee for their participation in the program. Uh, the remaining $9 is going to go to an insurance carrier. Uh, and in exchange for that $9, uh, the you know, portfolio is receiving $100,000 of coverage per occurrence you know, for resident damage. Um, so it's a, you know, there's, there's, there's no risk of loss. It's a, either a good stepping stone into a captive program or for a smaller company, a, a good option. Okay. So I think there's a lot of the audience that um, are syndicators and they may own uh, anywhere from a couple hundred units to uh, maybe a couple thousand, but many of them utilize, instead of operating their own properties, they utilize third-party management companies. What's the Mm -hmm. best way for um, an an investor or what I'm calling a syndicator uh, to utilize this program or one of these two programs? Yeah, that's it. Uh, Another really good question. Um, We are very familiar with working with an ownership group that uses outside third-party property management. So we can set a program up like this for an ownership group, um, and then that program would be implemented by the property management company where we are working directly with the property management company uh, in rolling out the pl- program, gaining penetration, taking care of all of the back office administrative stuff that goes into the program, but it's going to be our client, you know, that ownership group, who's going to end up profiting from this program. You know, it's um, it's interesting, Mark. If you, you know, for a lot of these smaller ownership groups, I don't think a lot of them realize that their property management company is likely, you know, making money off of, you know, resident insurance in some capacity or their software company or somewhere, someone along, you know, the line. Um, And so what we're able to do is shift that and allow our clients to capture that revenue source. That's great. And how many units or uh, did you say units or number of owners that you're up to today? 
Yeah, so today we are um, 350,000, uh, and that's a combination of multifamily units, student housing beds, and uh, single-family homes. So we, um, if you look, we start with student housing, we represent about 140,000 beds, probably seven or eight of the top 25 largest owner and managers are utilizing the program. Uh, we are representing close to 70,000 single-family homes now, um, which has been just exploding uh, for us over the past, you know, really 12 months. And then the balance uh, are, you know, just your typical market rate conventional uh, apartment owner operators. Great. Well, Noah, this has been very educational. Like I said before we started discussion today that, I mean, it's really, we're getting late in the cycle and it's tough to find uh, creative ways to boost NOI or generate additional revenue. And mm -hmm. you know, as, as a lot of uh, my clients continue to scale, I think this is a definite value add and uh, would love to connect them with you. So with that, what is the best way for the listeners to connect with you or reach out to you? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the easiest way is to just give me a call or, or shoot me an email. Um, email address is n. Molnar, M-O-L-N-A-R, at P-O-P-I-C-L-L-C.com, Popic LLC. Um, and, you know, happy to, you know, set up a call, uh, kind of walk you through the process. There are, you know, a couple just nuances we didn't touch on in terms of how we actually roll out the program and, you know, penetration numbers. So we, we typically get about 80 to 85 percent of residents enrolled onto the program, which is you know important. Um, so, would love to you know discuss how we can achieve that penetration, how we can kind of get this new revenue stream for you guys that really is low hanging fruit, um, and we're you know happy to to come help you capture it. Yeah, that's awesome. Great point. Well, thanks again, Noah. Appreciate the time, and look forward to connecting soon. Okay, great. Yeah, thanks, Mark.